everyone, and welcome to our podcast today. I'm Edie Tolbert. And I'm Jennifer Edwards. And we are Business Besties. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Business Besties with Edie and Jennifer. Hello. So last week, we talked about our word, and this week, we're going to talk about goals, how we as entrepreneurs set goals and how they align with our word for the year. So, Jennifer, how do you set goals? How do you, so we're going to talk, let's talk a little bit about annual goals because we have to have, you know, what do we want to accomplish this year? Mm -hmm. And then um, you and I meet on a monthly basis for our quarterly goals, Mm -hmm. our Q1, Q2, Q3, and Q4. Yep. And as business besties, we try to hold each other accountable on those goals. Yep. Um, so we do we do take our annual goals and break them down to quarterly glo- goals. Glows. <laughs> Let me get that out. Get that word out your mouth. And then dissect them down to monthly goals. Because like last week, we talked about your weight loss journey and how that came in very small increments and mm-hmm. steps. And so goals are the same thing. You have to chop away at them you know, in increments. And so let's talk about that. So how do you, um, how do you go about setting goals? Would you say? Well, I think it's just, it's a, it's maybe half God, what do you want me to do? Mm -hmm. And half, what do I want to do? Right. Um, and there's so many things I want to do and you just can't do them all and you just have to choose something and you have to work towards that. And so in, in setting goals for 2022, um, I had, you and I had talked about some specific goals and I'm trying to find them if you guys hear paper, paper (laughs) wrestling. Um, but I had multiple things, um, continuing on with what it is that I'm doing and not, getting real far outside of the female Christian entrepreneurial space. Um, But just things that go along with it. I feel like I'm I'm stammering here. So one of the things that I have, and you and I have talked about a lot, is I feel like that there is a great need for what I'm calling JOMO, which is the joy of missing out. Mm -hmm. And I feel like there are a huge number of women out there, whether they are C-suite executives or their owners or whatever, who would love to have a weekend where they literally were disconnected. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Their phones were off, their watches were off, Mm -hmm. and the whole weekend was about making sure that they are well taken care of and that they are chasing, getting reacquainted with what they want to do in life. So that was one of the things is I really felt like I was supposed to, at some point, pull that together. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the things that I have thought about. Um, of course, the things that I'm already doing, I would want to continue. Mm-hmm. So um, the masterminds right. and um, my coaching and consulting and all that goes along with that. And um, yeah, so those are two biggies that I have going on in my brain. And I think I think sometimes it's not about, your annual goals are not about um, what's new. 
It's about what am I building on? What am I carrying over from the previous year? And how am I building on those? Um, are there goals that um, I don't want to carry over that I'm done with? You know, put it away in the filing cabinet thing. Yep. Um, and then breaking that down to see, you know, where you want to go to from there. For, so I think for you... Um, one of the things that we're we're working on, I'm helping you work on, is building your mastermind groups and how do you mm-hmm. how do you do that? And I and you came up with a plan. It wasn't, and this is so. And the reason I'm I'm mentioning this is because it's so genius. Um, it was you know we kept focusing on how many more groups, how many more groups, how many more groups, and now it's it's simplified, which I love that word because you know what that's my word. Um, <laughs> it's about adding to the current group that you have mm-hmm. and then getting it to a point where it can break off mm-hmm. and be another group and then work building those groups and breaking off. So it becomes like a tree yeah, growing and having branches built off. Yeah. And I think that is, so, you know, if you're out there and you're trying to build um, groups, um, that might be something that mm-hmm. speaks to you. And I think that's, that's really important. So now you're chipping away at that and you're, yeah. and you've even chipped away to it to a point where, um, it falls back on the thing that that um, you're so gifted in, and that's vision boards mm-hmm. and and having people do vision board mm-hmm. sessions. So you start at the vision board board session, then you you talk about group coaching, then you talk about mastermind. Because let's just be real, not everybody's meant for a mastermind, right? Um, but you won't know until mm-hmm. you get them in some type of scenario in order to go forward. So right. I think that that's just. What you've yes. come up with over the last yeah. year for that? <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, and the it's genius. The well, thanks. I doubt that it had a lot as much to do with me as it did with other factors like you. But um, oh, please. Then there's that. <laughs> uh, That's what business besties are for, right? No, no kidding. Um, but yes, that that is the the plan, mm-hmm. and it it seems so daunting to mm-hmm. say, oh, I need six people, mm-hmm. and try to make them materialize out of thin air, right? And Dropping back a little bit and doing what actually I started out doing mm-hmm. in the very beginning five years ago with uh, vision boards, which right. I love. Like right. it's my, it's one of my favorite things that I do. Yes. And it, the reality is, and this is for anybody that's out there that's a business owner, the reality is for the most part, if you are a service provider, um, people have to know you. Right. They have to know, like, and trust, and trust you. Yeah. And how are they going to do that? I'm not huge on social media. I probably should be. I know everybody tells me I should be. I don't enjoy it. I don't. Yeah, all the things. All anyway, the things, I yeah. don't. Anyway, and do so, we get any traction? But anyway, uh, we'll probably well, be censored the way. Moving on. Well, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, it that it hasn't seemed to work for me in the past, right. and I I've spent all the time and all the money I'm going to on it. So. Finding people who want to do vision boards gives them an opportunity, and I get to serve. Right. And that's my heart. Right. My heart is to serve. I When I started this business, I used the quote by Zig Ziglar that says, help enough people reach their goals, and you will have everything that you need. Or something, yeah. don't quote me exactly, but that's, a, that's pretty Paraphrased. much. Paraphrased, yes. yes. So I really feel like that's, I'm, I have kept that in my mind, and I have pushed myself with that quote, mm-hmm. because... All of us as entrepreneurs can get well off into the money mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. And obviously, we don't have businesses if we don't have money. Right. Coming in, and that's the reality of it. Right. But you have to know what your why is, too. And I know that just, oh, my gosh, it's the why thing has been talked to death about. Yeah. But it really does matter. Yeah, it does. You have to know why you're doing what you're doing. Yeah. And 
be inspired by that. Yes. Be inspired. Inspire yourself by the thing that yes. God placed in your heart. And and that is where delight comes in. Yeah. Oh, ooh. Segway. Yeah. Segway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so how do I set goals? Again, it's just, it's taking what I had in 2021 and carrying it into 2022 some of those things are done, um, but for me, I also um, did the follow-up book. I, I know I've mentioned Grace Over Grind, um, the book, but there is also a Kingdom-Driven Entrepreneur's Guide to Goal Setting, and we'll put this in the show notes, and it's it's a book on how to walk through setting goals. I've never been, I've never been, and I've never understood SMART goals. Oh. It's really hard for me. It just is for me. <laughs> Um, but she, she, Shay gives you a way to, um, to identify your goals. I mean, these are the four chapters, goal setting as a godly pursuit, rethinking smart goals, which that finally gave me some clarification, faith and action in the bottom line. And what she walks you through is kind of like what you do with vision boards. You, you dream with God big Mm -hmm. first, Mm -hmm. um, and then you um, identify your top three or five mm-hmm. in that vision. Um, and then you refine those. And then you do a thankful prayer, a, a forgiveness prayer. Um, there's three different prayers that you do. I can't remember the third one. And then you dissect each one of those goals individually. I did this with my small group on Saturday and one of my goals for this year is to do some remodeling at the day spa and making sure that every square foot of our space is being used effectively. Mm-hmm. And so just to have a incremental step-by-step plan, you know, at first I had I have like eight phases that I want to do at the day spa that costs a certain amount of money and thinking that I could get all of those done in a year. Basketball buzzer again. I think I mentioned that last week. (laughs) Wrong answer. But now dissecting that down to the financial part of it and really get something that I can obtain or attain um, feels so much better than I'm still dreaming big. And if, if, you know, this is what I can do based on what we're doing now money wise. But should things increase, then I can do something above and beyond that. But can I get it all done in this year? No. I can't realistically, based on what we're bringing in now, I can't, but who knows what God will do in our finances. So I think that what you just said there is so important because I have chased this rabbit trail <laughs> lots of times and I, I love to dream big. I, do. I, I love to dream I big. I love doing vision board workshops where we're dreaming the crazy, amazing mm-hmm. dreams. Mm-hmm. And there is a, it's very important mm-hmm. that we do that. I tend to focus on that so much and not see those gigantic things happening that it actually kind of deflates me. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I go backwards and then I don't set attainable goals mm-hmm. and I am disappointed a lot. Right. And so if anybody out there is listening and they hear what I'm saying and you feel that way too, no, you're not alone. Mm-hmm. Um, we 
I, at least I am someone who has done that too much over the last couple of years. I started my business five years ago and I've, yeah. I've just done that too much. And I, those little incremental attainable goals mm-hmm. mean so much and they don't seem like, like it until you get to where you're headed. Right. And so you breaking that down into, yes, these are the big dreams that I have. Now let me look at. Mm-hmm. realistically what are the what's the money i'm making okay i can't do eight things but i can definitely a hundred percent do the first three things on the list right without a doubt with right. no problem without stretching any of our finances mm-hmm. and what a great feeling that's going to feel mm-hmm. at the end mm-hmm. of the year that you attained you did it right you did it and I, that's and those, where you know and those three things i mean the first one is nail stations the second one is paint we need our walls painted I mean, we've been in the building 11 years, people. We've painted twice. It's time to paint again. And then upgrading our massage tables to hydraulic massage tables. Those will be three key things if, you know, and I can accomplish those three. Mm-hmm. I can. I didn't get past the third one, um, but there's a couple of things where we're going to be, you know, adding walls and, and I don't even know what that's going to cost because I haven't even gotten a bid yet. Mm-hmm. So to, to think that I'm going to get all eight things done this year, um, it's big, it's vision, yeah. and I need it, and I need to have it on a piece of paper in front of me so that I don't forget, but work one of them out at a time, one yeah. at a time. And hence my word, simple, simplify, mm-hmm. making sure that um, I'm walking through it step by step, incrementally, yeah. like what we talked about last right. week, instead of being disappointed because I didn't get all eight of them done in the 12. I mean, right. I'm in the middle of January and I haven't even started yet. I'm just now getting the numbers together to right. do what I need to do. So yeah. to think that I'm going to get all eight things done this year, that's grand, but is it realistic? Right. <laughs> well, and that's part of the SMART goals because right. realistic is the R in SMART. Yeah. So it that's where you have to really really analyze Mm -hmm. and same for for me so if I want in my heart of hearts right because I need a Jomo weekend so bad yes I think that (laughs) me too too. sign me up sign me up (laughs) because I need a Jomo weekend so bad I'd love to see it happen in the spring but realistically I Mm -hmm. can't make that happen right but in the fall I could yeah and so one of the things that when it comes to goals I want everybody to hear this very clearly. Things happen in life. Yes, they do. And the thing that you really want to do mm-hmm. and the goals that you really want to reach, sometimes you just have to take a step back. Mm-hmm. And for me, at the beginning of this year, I I had all these plans to grow the masterminds and do all mm-hmm. these things. Mm-hmm. And um, God has us in a situation that um, we're finishing a house, like the building of a house. And it is consuming so much of my bandwidth, my time, and my resources. Mm -hmm. And while I really wanted my first quarter to be, you know, kick off, get going, to reach those goals that I'd like to see happen by the end of the year, the reality is I'm going to make myself crazy. If I do not take a step back Mm -hmm. and change up those goals. So Edie, with Edie's help on one of our planning days, she gave me permission, which is what (laughs) we kind of call it. (laughs) Yes. Actually, I think it was on the phone. 
Um, she gave me permission to not focus on my goals in Q1, mm-hmm. which was really hard. Mm-hmm. It's really hard because I'm driven. I, I work from the back. I, I reverse engineer things, and I really couldn't imagine just saying, okay, I'm putting all that on hold. But the reality is I couldn't do it anyway, and I would have miserably mm-hmm. failed. Mm-hmm. Miserably failed. And you need a business bestie to, to, to give you permission. <laughs> And so my my Q1 goal is to get this house done and moved into. And there are a, little things like I'm doing vision board workshops mm-hmm. and those I can fit in and those I don't have to hit hard with all kinds of other marketing things. Right. I already know people who've done them in the past. I can reach out to them and say, I've got this date, this date, and this date. Are you interested? The marketing is way more of a warm market, if right. people understand what a warm market is. Right. Way more of a warm market where I already know these people. There's no cold calling. There's I don't have to explain what a vision board is. Like All the things that go along with me, cold calling or cold marketing, right. isn't that. And right. I can literally send an email out through anybody who's ever done a vision board with me. My my Square system will let me do that. And I can just send out an email through Square and say, hey, I've got these dates open and here's the link to go sign up if you want. Right. Totally different than if I'm trying to do get on speaking stages and all the other things that go on with what I'm trying well, to do. And, and I want to make, I make sure our audience understands that you're still maintaining what you have. Yeah. You're just not building anything at this point. Right. You're maintaining the vision boards. You're mm-hmm. still doing your mastermind group. Mm-hmm. And I have some one-to-one And one-to-one coaching. And yes, you're still maintaining those. But along with that, you're focusing on getting your house done, getting yep. moved in, and getting... I mean, because anybody knows that when you're in the construction process of a house and it picking is. out all the things and the budget and blah, 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 blah. All I've been doing is choosing colors. And yes, yes. At some very point, I don't care what the faucet looks like. <laughs> just, just one that works. <laughs> The water comes out and it's hot and it's cold. Okay, that's, that's, that's all I need. That's all oh I need. Oh my goodness. Yes. So yes, that and and my bandwidth. Like you, there is a hundred percent decision fatigue. Yes, is a real thing. Like oh. literally, <laughs> it is a real thing. And I'm I'm not there yet, but I'm getting close. Mm-hmm. So and decision fatigue doesn't box itself off. Mm-hmm. So. I can't say I've got decision fatigue over here making decisions about the house, but I don't have decision fatigue in it, the next it thing. Goes, uh-huh. It's it's across, across the, board. the board. You don't yes. you don't get to compartmentalize yes. decision fatigue, and so I don't want to get there because I've been there before, and yeah. so that's another important piece of why Q one yes needs to be. I need to scale it back, and so for anybody out there who didn't hit the ground running and didn't feel that it's whole totally fresh okay. start yeah syndrome or whatever they call yeah. it. And it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Totally okay. We support you 100%. Yes, we do. Call us. We'll, we'll talk you through it. <laughs> 1-800-TALK-YOU-THROUGH-IT. <laughs> By the way, that's not a real thing. That's not a real number. <laughs> don't call that number. I'm afraid. I'm not even sure that's the right number. Yeah. Oh. And I'm really afraid of what they might get. If they... <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um... Have we talked about how our word aligns? I think we have. I think we've covered that part, how um, our word aligns with with our goals. Well, I think we might have touched on it. Okay. So for me, um, the word delight and how that aligns with my goals is that if I am delighting in the Lord, then 
I'm focusing on him and I'm not focusing so much on the goal. And delighting means that I'm taking my eyes off of what I think needs to happen. Because how many times do we... Insert big eye roll. (laughs) I'm over here rolling my eyes. (laughs) Someday we're going to video this and you're going to be able to see all this. That's actually a true statement. In 2022... We one are, of our goals. It is one of our goals to start videotaping. I don't know what what quarter that's going to happen in. But, yeah, no. <clears throat> but for me to delight means that I delight in the in what God's going to do. Mm-hmm. And I don't try to take off and run with it mm-hmm. in directions that I inevitably am going to go in the wrong direction. Right. Or I'm going to do the total wrong thing. Mm-hmm. Just take your, take your eyes off, Jennifer. Mm-hmm. Take your eyes off of that. And focus on what God needs me to do. God needs me to take care of female Christian business owners right. and female Christian executives. Yeah. Which, by the way, that's new to you guys. <laughs> so that's, you guys hear, heard it here first. Yeah. So um, female Christian executives are getting added to my, my focus. Yeah. Yeah. And I think for me, simple is, um, it's just that transitioning from 2021 to 2022 in a simple fashion um, and, and then, like I said, breaking it down to a realistic, um, what fits in right now and, and trusting that if, if there's more then God will provide more and we'll do more. So, um, I know that sounds really simple, doesn't it? <laughs> I love it though. Yeah. I love yeah. it. I love how simple informed mm-hmm. your goals. Yeah. Yeah. It really, it helped me take that step back and go, okay, hold on. These are these are eight things that need to happen, but based on simple math, can they all happen in the next eleven and a half months? Right. So yeah. Yeah, so it does align. It totally aligns. Love it. All right. So at the end of every podcast, we do a celebration or a kick in the butt. Mm-hmm. What have you got for me this week? Oh, God did a thing. Oh God. And, and did I know thing. which one this is. <laughs> I can't wait for you to share. Oh, God did a thing. And so it, first of all, let me preempt this by saying that she called me and went, oh gosh, oh gosh, oh gosh. And I didn't even listen to the rest of the message. I immediately <laughs> called her because I knew this was going to be good. Okay, go. So a um, couple of weeks ago, I was at a retirement party. Mm-hmm. And um, I had been, it was a pretty big party. And I know, I knew the host of the party. Um, and it was just one of those things where, I mean, he was just tied up all evening long, mm-hmm. he and his wife. And I just never had an opportunity to even hug their neck. Like, it was just like, they were, there was a line of people wanting to talk to the host and the person retiring, but also the host. And so, um, we were getting ready to leave and I just kind of felt like I just needed to just like over the top of people, like look over the tippy top of my tiptoes and just wave over at him. And he immediately calls me over and he is talking to someone and I felt a little rude, but you know, I mean, I just didn't want to leave without saying goodbye. So he pulls me over, which he's so good at. And he introduces me to this person that I had heard of, but did not recognize his face. And he um, introduced me and then said, um, tell him what you're doing these days. Cause what you're doing is so exciting. So I did my little three-sentence spiel of I am facilitating mastermind groups for female Christian business owners because it's lonely at the top. 
And immediately this other person, and I'm not going to say their name because I don't feel like I can, but right. just clued in, just keyed in on that. Yeah. And he said, oh my gosh, my wife, who is an executive at this other place, just said there needs to be masterminds who are that are for Christian women because I'm so lonely at the top because mm. she's a, a sweet seat executive. Mm. And he said, I need to talk to you. And he said, reach out to me. And I was like, okay. So the only way I could reach out was through LinkedIn because I didn't have any other way. So I did. I reached out and said, hi, Mr. Mister, that I met at this retirement party, blah, blah, blah. And he immediately writes back and says, get with my assistant and she'll put you on my calendar. Anyway, so that's how I met this individual. So that was a couple of weeks ago. So my meeting, my actual meeting with him was on Thursday perhaps. Mm-hmm. I don't know. One, one yes, day like, that's when my hair appointment was. That's okay. <laughs> okay. So Thursday and, um, he had scheduled, she had scheduled me in for 30 minutes. And so we get in there and we chit chat, chit chat, chit chat. And then he's like, well, I don't want to talk about any of that. I want to talk about you and how you got here. Tell me your whole story. So I, um, you know, quickly do the whole rundown of all, all of the things. Well, comes to find out he has, started a um, network, for lack of a better word, and um, specifically for female Christian business owners because he has instituted, not instituted, he has created a culture at the business where he's at where Jesus is the basis of it. And he doesn't have all Christians that work for him, Mm -hmm. but none of them feel alienated. Mm -hmm. They all feel loved. They don't feel forced. Mm -hmm. They just feel loved. Mm -hmm. And because he's been so successful at creating this culture over the last, I don't know, half a dozen years maybe, I'm not sure exactly how long the time frame was, he's now looking at perhaps writing some things and um, starting things that kind of look like masterminds. But he's never created groups. Mm -hmm. And all I've ever done my whole life is create groups. groups. So there is a consideration of collaboration, Mm -hmm. which is so incredibly exciting. exciting. And he just could not encourage me enough to get the female Christian C-suite executive mastermind groups going. Yeah. He said, there are, he said, I have them here. I have C-suite executives that are females that I watch. Mm -hmm. They're very lonely. Yeah. And what you're doing is so important. Yeah. So that is my celebration. So <laughs> and that was a God thing. A hundred percent a God 100%. thing. I could not have ever met this gentleman. Uh-uh. He is at the top of his game at a very, very, very successful business in town. Mm-hmm. I could not have in any other way. God orchestrated yeah. every single part yeah. of this. And that's the fun part. It is the fun part. Yeah. Awesome. So I have a celebration as well. Um, we went to our condo in Florida over Christmas break, or mm-hmm. right after Christmas, in between Christmas and New Year's. We usually go down for the week. And um, when we got there, our air conditioner wasn't working. Mm-hmm. Normally, temperatures in Florida at this time of year, 50s during the night, you know, maybe low 70s during the day, which it started out that way, um, but by the time Thursday rolls around, it's 82 degrees. The humidity is 455%. <laughs> and I'm sweating bullets and I'm not happy. Okay. 
Um, so anyway, we, we called the air conditioning people. They came out and said that we needed a new compressor, which we were thinking because we had just had some work done um, with a plumbing issue that maybe it just had a slow leak and the Freon was out, which was not the case. It was a compressor to the tune of about $3,000. And this is where my celebration comes in. I know celebrating $3,000. I know you're going, what kind of freak is she? <laughs> um, here's what would have happened in the old Edie, the three or four year ago Edie. I would have been in the fetal position in the floor of the kitchen Rocking back and forth going, where am I going to get $3,000 to pay for this um, this unit? However, we've recently started um, renting our condo to friends and family, people that we know. And um, so with that, we are, you know, we, no, we don't have the $3,000 socked away because what we earned last year, we paid expenses, um, you know, condo fees, insurance, um property taxes, the whole nine yards. But what that showed me was I needed to be charging enough per night to take care of repairs and maintenance. And, and that wasn't included last year. And so I'm celebrating because God showed me that. And, you know, yes, we had the money in savings and we're going to be able to take care of it. But that wasn't money that I had in, you know, line marked, earmarked for a new compressor. Um, and and the fact that we had two options, we could do the compressor only and buy us three to five more years, or we could replace the whole unit, which was twice that amount. Um, we opted to do the lesser, but with the intention of putting away enough money so that we can change out the the unit in, you know, five, six, seven years, however long this compressor holds up. So I just say that to, to say to you, our people out there in our, our airspace, that with him walking me through all the numbers, with him walking me through all the budgeting, um, with my business besting telling me you need to be able to charge enough to have a slush fund, um, I would have never thought of that had I not talked this through with my business bestie, Miss Jennifer Edwards. <laughs> and that's why it's so important to have a business bestie. That's all right. <laughs> um, even on a personal note, um, so yeah, to redo to redo my numbers and have them ready to start doing bookings this year. You know, we've got a dishwasher that needs to be replaced. The refrigerator is, you know, this unit was built in 2004 and everything is original. Mm, yeah, so it's time. So things are going to start happening, especially with more traffic in and out of the unit, mm -hmm. right? Before it was just us. Mm -hmm. Now we've got people. I, I had 100, 111 nights booked last year. Wow. I only have to have 128 booked this year to create a slush fund to take care of some of these things. You know, new mattresses, mm -hmm. a washer, not a washer and dryer. We already did that. A dishwasher, a refrigerator, new carpet. So, you know, I'm learning. God's teaching me, um, along with my business bestie, how to um, create room in your budget for those things that need to be repaired or replaced. So nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, you know, we we left early. We drove home um, because it was 82 degrees and 555 <laughs> degrees humidity. <laughs> On the last day that we were there, and and I literally had my front door open with the box fan in the hallway to to suck the cool air out of the hallway into our unit. It was time to come home. So, but I learned something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So awesome. All right, Miss Jennifer. If we want to connect with you with for vision boards or masterminds, how do we get a hold of you? It's simple. Jennifer at Direction Masterminds. 
with an S, dot com. And for me, it's Edie, E-D-I-E, at stonebrookdayspa.com. And again, um, my my day spa website is stonebrookdayspa.com or our nonprofit is the stonebrookproject.org. What I'm looking for um, as far as the nonprofit goes is speaking opportunities to get out and share and teach about what we're doing and how you can get connected and involved. So reach out to us. Thank you so much for joining us. Next week, we're going to talk about something that's different and that's hobbies. Hobbies and self-care. I call it hobbies slash self-care are so important. And because it's January and in your scroll of your Instagram and your Facebook and your LinkedIn, everybody's talking about the perfect diet, the perfect exercise program. But you know what? Also, you need hobbies. That's all right. That's a that's a good outlet too. So we're going to talk about that next week. So join us next week. Same time, same station, same place. (laughs) See you guys. And this is Jennifer, and we hope that we've inspired you to find your business bestie if you haven't already.